Welcome to BCG Talks Hotel Performance, a monthly podcast series in collaboration with Hotstats, the global leader in hotel monthly PL benchmarking. Today we share August Hotel Performance with Michael Grove, Managing Director EMEA at Hotstats, leading the discussion with his US counterpart David Eisen. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. Hope all is well. For the purpose of ensuring we capture the full picture, we'll continue to focus on total revenue per available room and gross operating profit per available room as the leaned-in indicators and include all hotels, whether opened or closed. In August, Europe and the Middle East returned to profit in the month, whilst the US slightly behind at negative $7 of GOP par, and Asia-Pacific now up to $20, a 90% increase on July. European Trevpar in August was $59, still 69% back on the prior year, but just under 50% improvement on July. The $19 increase in revenue saw just over $3 per available room in labour cost increase, bringing the region to 43% labour cost as a percentage of revenue. GOP par was positive at just under $7 for the month of August, the first month since February that the region has seen profit. At country level, The UK is up to $10 of GOP par combined, very much driven by the provinces. Scotland, Wales and Northern Irish hotels showing over $20 of GOP par, whilst England is at $7.40. Germany also saw the same pattern as Frankfurt and Berlin were all outperformed by the regions. In France, Paris saw the largest city level loss in Europe, whilst the regional performance was much more positive at $50. Resort locations such as Portugal, Spain and Italy all experienced large revenue and profit growth month on month. The Middle East region also saw sizable growth in Trevpar, a further 32% increase month on month. This is 59% back on the prior year, however. Qatar, again, the GOP front runner at $63, which is in fact 28% increase on the prior year. To reiterate, this needs to be considered that it's a summer month, and many of the hotels in the region make a loss at this time of the year. The same can be seen in the eastern province of Saudi Arabia and the secondary emirates in UAE, both of which saw an increase year on year in profit. In Asia Pacific, China continues ramp up. August was back 18% versus the prior year in revenue, now over $100 in Trevpar, now above January's position. GOP par at a healthy $37 is back to pre crisis levels. Japanese hotels saw a 30% increase in revenue to $130, which all takes them to the top three performers in the region, along with China and Singapore, suffer from the highest payroll cost in the region, bringing them down to just short of break-even. Thailand and Hong Kong are still very much struggling at $17 and $24 loss per available room, respectively. Hotels that broke even in the month averaged 28% occupancy, which is approximately 8% lower than prior to the crisis. David, I'll hand over to you if you don't mind to talk about the U.S. Thank you, Mike. Yes, I'm going to give an overview of the U.S. looking at August, and the data will be on a month-to-month basis. I wanted to start giving a little bit of context to what I'm going to be talking about. Um, I wanted to start with a quote by Arnie Sorensen, the CEO of Marriott International, who recently said, if you bring it to the American context politically, we're not going to go back to a hard shutdown. It's just not feasible. The American society would accept that. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that plays out, particularly in the face of uh, looking at a seven-day average spike in new corona cases across the country. And overall, how will this impact the hotel industry? Uh, August was a roller coaster ride, actually. Uh, Though top-line numbers relative to the month prior were good, it didn't translate to the bottom line. 
In fact, the U.S. was the only region to have not yet shown a, a profitable month since the pandemic started. So obviously there was an overall regression actually in August from July. Uh, we're still seeing corporate and group business still choked off and it showed up in the numbers. So occupancy for the month actually was up four percentage points to 24.8% in August, but that did not translate into any bump in ADR. ADR was came in at $141.55, which is down 1.6% over the month prior. The good news is Redpar was up 17.2% to $35.14 uh, per available room. And other good news is that total revenue was up as well, up 16.3% in the month to $50.81 per room. That came on the back of total F&B up a nice 20%. So a nice 20% bump in food and beverage. Now, obviously, the top line numbers are strong. This did not translate to the bottom line where GoPar for the month came at a negative $6.85 per available room. That was down 22.5% uh, over the month prior, which is actually not a great trend. As we saw, Gopar had actually jumped or improved in June uh, to July up 72%. So we're now seeing kind of a, a regression there. Obviously, with Gopar down, that meant that expenses had gone up, and that was the case. Costs were up in August. Labor costs on a per available room basis were $33.09. That was a 27.6% increase over the month before. Total overhead costs on a per-available room basis were also up 25%. That all translated into a negative flow-through of 18.3% from August to July. To get fill in a little bit more color, I uh, teased out two cities. New York was actually a strong story, which is good to hear. Uh, New York, obviously, is one of the toughest uh, markets to operate in. But Treadpar in the month was up 49% over the month prior. Gopar was up a nice 11.9%. This was different than what we saw in San Francisco, where on the West Coast, Treadpar was actually down 1.8%. Gopar was also down a rather robust 75.5%, which really shows the discrepancy between two major cities um, in the U.S. and two major cities with, with union labor as well. Mike had referred to earlier that we were showing data for all hotels. Now I have some data also for closed versus open hotels in the U.S. Closed hotels, Trevpar was $4.28 per available room. That's on the back of some revenue gain from uh, cancellation fees, uh, insurance redemptions as well. Open hotels, however, came in at $62.64 per available room. Looking at Gopar, Gopar for closed hotels was obviously was negative at $34.72 per available room. But for open hotels, profit actually broke even just at 19 cents. So open hotels at least are breaking even in this climate. So really, you know, in sum, the evidence is clear that U.S. hotels are not yet in the clear. And with the summer months getting away to the fall and winter and some of these shoulder seasons, things could actually get worse before they get better. Um, and oh, yeah, there's a rather big election just a little bit more than a month away. I think you all know which one I'm referring to. So with that, I will throw it back to Mike. Thanks, David. Indeed, we all look forward to November. I guess on that, the point of open versus closed hotels, another piece of analysis I looked at this week was that, uh, for instance, the UK open hotels are showing a lower expense par or slightly lower than closed hotels in the Middle East. That's quite a fascinating picture when it comes to the level of fixed costs and the, the furlough support that's available in Europe, I guess, that's, that's not necessarily um, uh, available in the Middle East. 
we'll continue to look further at that as we see more and more open hotels and uh, a smaller portion of closed hotels, I hope to see over the next few months. Um, the continued focus on controlling costs whilst the ramp up is clear, although operating supply seem to be uh, impacted by the new measures. Europe operating supply costs are up by 25% in August, Middle East up 30%, whilst in Asia Pacific, they seem to have settled back to the pre-crisis levels of back year on year. Now they're looking at $1.40 per occupied room, which is in fact just slightly lower than last year. On a global level, um, looking at segmentation, leisure and transient demand still leading the way. In Europe and US, leisure and bar segments are clearly driving the emerging occupancy, whilst it's slightly more blended in the Middle East. In Asia-Pacific, we have seen the return of all segments, including a small increase over the last two months in tours and groups. From an F&B point of view, they continue to suffer in all regions uh, from the impact of social distancing, although Middle East in particular have seen over 80% increase in room service revenue per occupied room for the second month running versus the prior year. Uh, Europe and Asia Pacific also are seeing small increases, whilst the US is still very much back in all areas of F&B revenue performance on a per-occupied room level. And finally, uh, from an asset type point of view, full service properties have closed the profit gap versus select service and extended stay assets. Even prior to the crisis, of course, occupancy levels were higher in the other asset classes, but actually from a profit point of view, Full service hotels generally outperformed the other asset classes and have closed the gap and are pretty much in line with the other asset classes as things stand. Thank you. Take care, everyone. I'm Lisa Engel, Managing Director of Barclay Capital Group, and this was BCG Talks Hotel Performance in collaboration with Hotstats.